1: Live from San Francisco on the
2: Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Semper Vivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going,
3: everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, three Eastern. Sunday, three Pacific, six Eastern. Saturdays with Jim Valley, 10 Pacific. One Eastern and we got a lot to talk about because it's Monday. You know what that means tonight is Monday Night Raw. And I don't have a raw preview, but I'll try and get one for you. But man, I got the preview for everyone's favorite show tomorrow night NXT. Of course, Dynamite on Wednesday. We are a couple of weeks away, actually, from the Double or Nothing pay-per-view. I will be there, Dave will be there, Minnie's gonna be there going to be quite the party. Actually, I'm not sure if Vinny's going to be there. I'll have to double-check on that one. I probably should know this, huh? But anyway, it's going to be a lot of fun. In fact, we're going to have a sweet party. We're going to have all sorts of cool things built around that weekend. We we'll could tell you more about that later. But a lot of news to get into. SmackDown and Sami Zayn going to Saudi Arabia. We'll talk about that more here today, obviously, based on Friday's show. Randy Orton and more. But I would like to start out. Pro wrestling legend Billy Graham, superstar Billy Graham, has been placed on life support. He continues to battle severe health issues. His wife, Valerie, stated Friday, urgent prayers were needed for her husband. Doctors wanted to remove Graham's life support. She refused to do it. She said he's a fighter. His will is strong. Even if his body is not, God is our hope. The 79-year-old Graham battled numerous health issues for decades. Has been hospitalized for several months. Valerie wrote on May 9th, Graham was battling an infection. Organ failure would need to undergo emergency surgery. So best of luck to Valerie and Superstar Eldridge Wayne Coleman. All the best to them and I uh, hope he pulls out of this one as he has pulled out of many over the last couple of decades. If you want text us here today, four two five seven eight zero seven five six six Brian at WrestlingObserver.com Back in a moment with more observer live.
1: Next up, straight talk from Doug. Ever notice that saying no offense is offensive? Like, no offense, but you're overpaying for your wireless. See? Offensive. That's the Straight Talk talking. Get unlimited plans as low as $35 a month from Straight Talk on America's most reliable 5G network. Available at Walmart and Walmart.com. On the $35 plan, first 10 gigabytes data at high speed, then 2G speeds. Refer to the latest terms at StraightTalk.com.
0: Based on most first place rankings, root metrics, second half, 2022 assessments of 125 metros. Experiences vary, not an endorsement.
4: Collectible Exchange is the most trusted sports memorabilia company in the country, carrying game-used, autographed, and other one-of-a-kind items. Founded by collecting icon Brandon Steiner from Steiner Sports, they can also help you evaluate, authenticate, and sell your sports collectibles. Instead of collecting dust, your items could be collecting cash. So check out the biggest collectible marketplace in the U.S. at collectibleexchange.com. With over 150,000 items and over 80 pro and college athletes selling directly to you, that's collectibleexchange.com.
2: You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. I have the show, Brian Alvarez
3: here, Wrestling Observer Live. Like Semper, Vivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. You know, on this show Friday, we had a fella call. He asked a question, and I said, ah, that ain't gonna happen. Well, look at me now. For the first time since 2014, Sami Zayn is set to wrestle in Saudi Arabia. That's right. The match is Roman Reigns and Solo Sokoa versus Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens for the tag team titles. So Roman could win the tag team titles with Solo Sokoa because, you know, the man needs more belts. And uh, I actually don't think that's going to happen. And I actually really liked what they did on the SmackDown show on Friday, but that's another story. But it notes here. In 2019, our own Dave Meltzer reported the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia requested Sami Zayn not be on WWE shows due to his Syrian heritage. His parents immigrated to Canada from Syria in the 70s before he was born. Diplomatic relationships between Syria and Saudi Arabia broke down in 2011. The Arab League suspended Syria's membership November 16, 2011. Syrians were prevented from traveling to Saudi Arabia. Although Sami did do a house show in Saudi Arabia after that in 2014, but has not performed in the country since WWE and the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia entered a multi-year agreement. Earlier this month, the Arab League voted to reinstate Syria's membership. Syrians, including Zayn, are once again permitted to travel to Saudi Arabia, opening the door for him to perform on WWE shows from the region. Dave said, What basically happened there was, I guess... Saudi Arabia has opened up to where Syrians can come in, so Sammy can come in and decided that he would go. And when Sammy decided that he would go, Kevin decided, well, if Sammy is going to go, I will go too. Owens had entered into the 2018 Greatest Royal Rumble in Saudi Arabia, but had not performed in the country since. So that match is happening. That match is taking place in Saudi Arabia. Roman Reigns and Solo Sokoa. Versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn for the tag team titles. And if you didn't see SmackDown, we can talk about the angle. But essentially, Roman is very mad at the Usos. And he chastised them. And he belittled them. And Jimmy was about to snap. And Jay jumped in and apologized. And he said, Listen, all we need is one more shot. We can win those tag titles. You can do this. And Roman says, Well,. Yes, those tag titles are coming back to the bloodline. But Paul, tell them what's going on. Then Paul announced, Roman and Solo are going over. And boy, were the Usos upset. And Roman was very mad that they had uh, dedicated that tag team title match to him. And he goes, I'm not even a tag guy. We've got legitimate Hall of Famers in our bloodline. Why are you dedicating this match to me? And so... When uh, they announced that him and Solo were going to fight for the tag titles, he said that he was going to dedicate the match to the greatest tag team of all time, Alpha and Sika, the Wild Samoans. Dude, this angle was awesome. I thought he'd say the Moondogs. Oh, this was great. <laughs> I cannot wait. Because, I, you know, it's possible they'll win, but something's probably going to go wrong Sammy Absolutely. might even, I would not be surprised in the least if Sammy actually pinned Roman. Something went wrong with the Usos and everything like that. And uh, then it all just implodes from there. I'm uh, I'm bullish. <laughs> I
4: am too because I've enjoyed the interactions of the Usos and Roman and Solo and all that sort of stuff. I, I know DJ's doing it right now. They reset to 2022. It's not a reset. We're and going in a
3: totally different direction. That's the thing. The now bloodline the, is imploding.
4: Yes. Now we've added characters to it with Solo Sokoa, but in but yeah, it is the same people, and it is the same type of vibe that is going on between Jay and Jimmy and and Roman. But it is a different part of the story, and I gotta be honest. I've, for the most part, liked all of this. Again, you know, could you have beaten Roman at times, especially with Drew and things like that? Sure, you could have. They decided not to do that. I do like what they've done with this storyline, and I do find it entertaining. And I, I, I'm sorry for for those that don't. I get it. You're tired of Roman. You're tired of the you know the bloodline act. You're tired of a lot of that stuff. I don't know what to tell you. I guess there's there's much there's many more people like me out there who are enjoying this than than not.
3: Bob Orton believes doctors have told his son to stop wrestling. Randy Orton has not wrestled since RK Bro dropped the raw tag titles to the Usos May 20, 2022. Underwent fusion surgery on his low back in November. No timetable for a potential return. His father told Bill after he's training. So we will see what happens. I don't know if he feels like going back. If he feels like he's ready to go back, I think he might. But then again, he's pretty well taken care of. I don't think he needs to. I think the doctors have told him not to. But Randy is going to do what Randy is going to do. He always does. This, this, uh, you know, I don't know how to say this exactly because you know how this show is, but there certainly had uh, have been people talking about, it's no guarantee this guy's ever going to be back. And this has been for a while now. And, uh, you know, there there are plenty of people that have had, you know, neck injuries, back injuries, told never to wrestle again, told they couldn't wrestle again, and of course, they did wrestle again. But, Bob Orton Sr. is making a very good point here. This guy don't need to come back and wrestle. He's he's set for life. You know, how is he going to feel? I guess we'll see. But, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he came back, like, for maybe a retirement match, maybe, or something like that. Or he may be done. I guess we'll see. But uh, back fusion surgery is certainly no joke. And uh, <laughs> if it's true, the doctor said don't come back. They do say that to a lot of people. But in this case, he doesn't need to.
4: No, and I would assume a doctor that's worked on his back goes, okay, what living are you in? Okay, yeah, don't do that anymore. And, and I don't know how old his kids are or anything like that, but, I mean, if you're having back problems to the level he is in his 40s, can you imagine what they might be like in his 60s and in his 70s? So, you know, a lot of people I saw, you know, some knee-jerk reaction about, you know, Bob Wharton saying in the way, well, he's, you know, he's got so much money... Yeah, he's actually said enough where he does not have to come back, and it's not an assault against the fans or anything like that. It's about what's going to be in his son's best interest going forward. So, I, I again, like you, if he's only going to have, if he's done, I can't see him not making one more appearance to do something to RKO somebody out of nowhere before it's all over with.
3: I'm sure he'll do an RKO here and there. He's probably going to RKO somebody on the stage when he goes into the Hall of Fame would be my guess. Maybe they'll have some sort of, uh, you know. They
4: need to keep him around. Look, you can't keep going back to, you know, the Attitude Era sooner or later. You're going to need to rely on the same way they have with Edge. You know, they've tapped John Cena before. Randy Orton coming back for the next 20 years of WrestleManias is, you know, in his future.
3: All righty. Raw tonight. Raw tonight. We have got Actually, before I get to Rob, because I do want to address this question here, he does have to land on his back to do an RKO. That is correct. Oh, no, sorry. But uh, well, yeah, you do land on your back unless you're the honky tonk man. <laughs> I, I will never Take the forget the back bump. Yes, honky tonk man shoulder. doing those matches for Tim where he do the shake, rattle, and roll, but actually not bump, which is incredibly <laughs> impressive that he did that. But uh, listen, the back is a weird thing, okay. I don't know what uh, I don't know what exactly. Well, I know they, they talked about the issues and everything, but you know, I had I had a back problem for a long time, and uh, it never hurt to take a back bump. It hurt to like walk. Like my back was so bad that I was wrestling. But what like killed me was I remember one year we went to Vegas for the convention, and all I was going to do was just like walk from one casino to another. And dude, I I could barely make it from one casino to another. And and uh, I just remember thinking my back was so bad that I just remember looking at other people and it was like, can you can I, I can't even imagine my back not hurting like these people, their backs don't hurt like they can walk and not be in pain. I was like, this is not really fair. But anyway, eventually, well, you know, also
4: his back is all jacked up, don't you? Don't filthy even say Tom you Waller. from
3: care well, yeah.
4: No, filthy, oh, because not only me? is he yeah. had to carry uh, you I've throughout his joke. entire wrestling career, Man,
3: but also on the audio. That's certainly one I never heard before. Happy th- birthday, filthy. The point is, the point is, his back may be in such shape that taking a back bump would be bad. But it might also be that, you know, the issue is is other things in life that don't involve falling on your back. Anyway, back in a moment, of Observer Live.
0: Right now.
1: Paid for by Steel Man Pills. 80 965-1295. 965 1295 1295 That's 80 965-1295.
2: You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network.
3: Back on the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. I don't know how we got to whatever they're talking about in the chat right now. Golly. Everybody's t- Raw. talking about their old, old people maladies. Raw on Monday, which is tonight. We have got Liv and Raquel versus Sonia and Chelsea for the women's tag team titles. The Raw debut of Gunther. Shinsuke Nakabur will take on The Miz. We have got an Intercontinental Championship. Number one contenders battle royal. Boy, do I love me a battle royal. Let me tell you. And Cody Rhodes will speak. And Becky Lynch will also speak. That is the lineup for tonight's show. You have a big brain. What could they do during this battle
4: royal that'll actually make it stand out and be a little different from some others and give us a...
3: Nothing. uh, (laughs) The whole point is just to get a body that Gunther can kill in devastating fashion to get him over to this Raw audience. That's what this is all about. It can be any bloke. In fact, they should have some rando win. Make it exciting. He's just going to go loose to Gunther, so who cares? Have it be like, uh, I guess Boogs is on the other show now, right? <laughs> it's, yeah. That's it's... too bad. Well, Mustafa Ali
4: is a uh, is a free agent. They could have him win, and then the drama of what's he going to do once he wins the belt, if they can make anybody believe he would win the belt.
3: Jinko, don't act, don't act like you don't know who Boogs is. Come on. <laughs>
4: everybody everybody,
3: everybody knows know who Boogs. that guy is. Then we've got NXT tomorrow. We've got the Creed Brothers versus the Dyad. We've got Wesley and Tyler Bate versus Drew Gulak and Charlie Dempsey. which should be a very good match. Cora Jade versus Fallon Henley in the NXT Women's Championship Tournament. And Roxanne versus JC Jane, also in the NXT Women's Title Tournament. So far, the... The uh, WWE Raw World Heavyweight Title Tournament has been significantly better than this uh, NXT Women's Title Tournament. Not to make a direct comparison, but they are both tournaments for titles. And we also will have the Supernova Sessions with Dragon Lee and my main man, Noam Dar. <laughs> I heard, I've heard this uh, Supernova Sessions is great. That's the word for people that watch NXT UK. So that's Tomorrow. Wonder what Noam's gonna do with his hair. Snowam so Darn myself got a lot in common. Except he changes his hair on a weekly basis. Mine takes a little while. I grow it. Say Alicia it. Fox. Say it. Let's see what else we got here. <laughs> you don't have that much in common with him. Let's see. <laughs> MJF wrestled an indie match this weekend. He made a scheduled appearance. At Create a Pro Wrestling's homecoming event in Melville, New York, Saturday night. He ended up competing in the ring. He defeated Leo Sparrow in an impromptu match, which is available. That's where I would figure MJF would compete, would be in a ring. Create a Pro's YouTube channel. It could have done a Falls Count Anywhere match. Not Dude. with MJF. He's not doing that stuff. Yeah, he could. He did an Iron Man match. He did a dog collar match. He could do the greatest Falls Count Anywhere match in the history of wrestling. So, MJF is, uh, he's been, like, I, I think he's regularly training at Creative Pro. Like, he's there all the time, is the impression I've been given. So, it's not like, you know, he, he wrestles once every whenever and then goes home and does absolutely nothing. Like, I think he's he's regularly in the ring there. But, um, you know, he doesn't, uh, doesn't do a lot of matches on television. He was trained there by, in fact, Pat Buck. Yeah. And Brian Myers. He put over the two of them in a post-match promo, crediting create a pro for the success that he has had in wrestling. So I can't even read what he said about, uh, he said bad words. <laughs> addressing hey, whatever bad Addressing words the rumor said. that he didn't like to wrestle too much. Brother, that ain't a rumor, dude. That ain't a rumor. <laughs> we all watch television. We know what's going on.
4: Doesn't mean he's not active, you know? Like yeah, I that's said, the you, difference. You know, he is getting in the ring, I guess, and doing some training. But look, what what a better advertisement for Creative Pro, which has already got a really good name anyway and has already pumped out a lot of people that, you know, in the last couple of years, names that people know. You know, what a better advertisement than to go back there if you're MJF. I, I think it's, that's great. It's great for Creative Pro. It really is.
3: So uh, I don't know if you guys are aware of this or not. But uh, A.W. had house shows this weekend. So uh, let's see here. so funny. Looking at how they drew. All right, so the Saturday show. Pretty well, I think. The Saturday show. Where is my...
4: uh... Sunday with Salem, Virginia apparently did about 2,000 people.
3: Oh, those are those Friday, are Friday. Friday and Saturday. No I guess
4: we'll see. Yeah, Saturday. Okay.
3: So uh the May 13th Saturday show did uh 2000 in a thirty-six hundred seat building. And then I think the other show did uh eighteen hundred in a thirty two hundred seat building. So uh I mean not great crowds or anything like that, but uh, I heard the shows were fun from people that were there and uh the wrestlers heard the shows were good. But um, here's the thing. So, like, I had absolutely no idea that they were doing house shows Friday and Saturday. I literally heard about it from from someone in AEW, and they were baffled as well. They weren't obviously on the show. They would have been way more baffled if they were on the show, but they they weren't working the show. But they found out that there was a show, and they were like, what? Did you know about this? I said no. So uh, here's the thing with these house shows, though. What The key to the house show is your your local promotion in the area. And, you know, if I don't know about a house show, I'm in Bothell, Washington. I mean, it, it shouldn't matter all that much. I do think that they should uh, promote them stronger on television. I'm sure they probably did throw out the uh, uh, date somewhere, maybe. But, you know, they could they could do better with that. But at the end of the day, as noted, it's local promotion. If if a show's in Lexington, Kentucky, and they do a fantastic job and they buy commercial time and do all of that and and uh, you know, sell a bunch of tickets, that's great. But if they uh if they don't, that obviously would be a problem. I'm not saying you gotta do what they did back in in you know, I grew up watching primetime wrestling and superstars and I mean they'd have a dedicated segment to this is where WWF is running all of their shows.
4: Man, a World Championship Wrestling Scroll that Tony Schiavone would do.
3: Sure. And, you know, here's the thing. It's like, yeah, I was in Bothell, and, you know, most of the time, every single show is, like, on the East Coast, so it means nothing to me. But, you know, there is that aspect of it where when you're in Bothell and you see that they're going on tour and you see all of these different buildings and all of these different dates, I mean, it seems like, wow. This is a very active wrestling promotion. They're out on the road. They're running shows. Man, I hope they come to my town sometime. So even if you're you're not in the area, I mean it is something that helps to, as a viewer, you know, give you this impression that, yeah, this is a big promotion that's running all over the place. So I'm not saying they need to do that, but I mean, I don't know. Like I said, local promotion is what's important. But I was surprised that they ran two house shows this weekend, and I didn't know about it until one of them had already been in the ring for a half hour. <laughs>
4: And, you know, the territories that they're running to, the places that re- they're running, I saw some, you know, people talking about the card, and it's like, I get it, but there's reasons why you're doing house shows, there's different matchups you want to see, there's experience that you want people to get, you know, people complained about QT and Pat Buck being in, the, in matches, and it's like, Again, you don't know exactly. There's a lot of different things that are going on sometimes on these shows that you want to try out. That's why you're doing them in front of small crowds. And the reality is, if they're not going to have have any streaming for these shows or anything like that, it is only about the local market. They're not doing this so, you know, somebody in Seattle gets happy about a card. They want the 2,000 or 3,000 people that have bought tickets there to have a good time. And, again, this is a way to try out different fan events one of the things that i wanted them to do that apparently they did at least the last time they went on the road was make sure you get to tv stations make sure you get you know involved in little community things that sort of thing you know in the days leading up to it and don't forget about the town once you leave because again hangman page coming back home quote unquote to to southwest virginia you know that that's kind of a cool thing now from there can you get those people that were at that old Jim Crockett promotions building to t- continue to come out there, you know? And so we'll see. I think the next ones are in Tupelo in Huntsville, Alabama in June. I, or I think it that's what it is in June. And then you have the house show that everybody is paying attention to, which is up in, in Canada when they're doing all that stuff. That, that one's doing pretty well. Door.
3: You know, so, the other thing, too, is when they used to have those localized promos, and I'm sitting there watching – you know, we're coming to the Mid Hudson Civic Center and the blah blah blah. Well, that's what I would see in Bothell. But if you lived near the Mid Hudson Civic Center, you would see a localized promo where Earthquake would go, uh, Hulk Hogan, I'm gonna sit on you at the Mid. Blah blah blah. And so, if you were in the area, you'd be like, Wow, he's talking about my town. It felt like something really special, and and you didn't yeah. know, you didn't know it was a localized promo. You thought, oh, my God, on this national show, Earthquake's talking about my town. That's what I thought when I was a kid. But anyway, I'm not against... In fact, I think that they should... Especially they got two shows. They got Saturday and Wednesday. Spend a little time, you know, doing that. And, you know, you also get... If you you have uh, four house shows in the next month, and Jungle Boy's on all four, and you make Jungle Boy cut a localized promo on his opponent for all four of those shows, that's four... That's four chances Jungle Boy gets to do a promo on somebody. And it can be for everybody. Have, uh, you know, whoever. Julia Hart, let her cut four localized promos you're going to air in the market. Get her some practice. So there's a lot of benefits to doing this. And I don't think, you know, uh, they did 700, you know, 870,000 viewers this week. They did 680. It's because of those localized promos. That's not going to happen. Back in a moment, Observer Live.
1: That's 800-788-1495.
0: Wow, Total Wine really does have everything. I found a great Prosecco for under $8, your favorite Cabernet, and Ruthie. Uh, Ruthie? Hi, that's me. What can I help with? Oh, thanks for recommending that amazing French rosé. And I can't believe it was under $7. I know, right? You can't beat that price. Oh, wow. Wow. That's amazing. Let's grab some more. So glad we found Ruthie. With the lowest prices for over 30 years, you'll always find what you love and love what you find. Only at Total Wine & More. Drink responsibly. Be 21.
2: You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back at the show, Brian
3: Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. 425-780-7566. If you want to text us here today, we can talk some SmackDown notes. And then we'll get into the rest of this. By the way, yes, it is Filthy Tom's birthday today. He is uh, 40 years old. Man, where does the time go? So we're going to do This Is Your Life, Filthy Tom, on the Filthy Tom Show. We're going to look at his... Life and Times, review some matches from today. Some of you some of you might think that Filthy Tom was a UFC fighter, and then, you know, when all happened, whatever, he became a professional wrestler. But in fact, that is incorrect. That is historically inaccurate. That's true. He was a professional wrestler first. Then he became an MMA fighter. And then he returned to professional wrestling. So I am going to take a look at a match of his from... The year of our Lord, 2007. And we'll compare that to the Filthy Tom of today. Do you have memories of Filthy Tom? Send them to me, 425-780-7566. You can talk about all them times I carried him to great matches. How I single-handedly beat the Bang Bros. And then he screwed it all up for me afterwards. Happy birthday, Tom. That's coming up at two Pacific, five Eastern, video.f4wonline.com live, or it will be available afterwards at wrestlingobserver.com. And He's of course, a Hall of Famer. By the
4: way, you are not.
3: What? Because somewhere Famer? in that timeline,
4: when you were talking about you know becoming a a wrestler and then a fighter and then back to a wrestler, he was inducted into the National Junior College Hall of Fame for his wrestling. Experience. The
3: National Junior College hall of fame yeah. wow. you almost said that canadian i hope i hope shoreline gives me an award someday shoreline why oreo just take community it. college that is true <laughs> yeah idiot whale he's threatened me by the way really yeah because i got a cameo from vinny where vinny buried oreo and then uh then oreo made a threat to me i'm not sure what it means yet but uh what are you gonna do Because I found out, in fact, that if I plug your blowhole, that's it for you. That's it. You know, I got a lot I can plug that blowhole with, let me tell you. Anyway. He's going to eat you. What do you think we're going to be uh, getting a double or nothing? I hope we finally get Swerve versus Keith Lee. Well, man, I sure hope so. I don't. I say it's time to do that match. No, do it on dark and get it out of the way. DJ was like, oh, they're going back to a year ago with, uh, you know, the Usos. Do I need to go back a year for some of these AEW storylines? Holy smokes. When did Keith Lee and Swerve start? Jiminy Christmas. Let's do that match already. Let's have some sort of stip for that match as well. Maybe Keith Lee could get control of Swerve's crew. Mogul Inc. or whatever it's called.
4: Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Yes. Oh, my God.
3: Rick Ross in a tag team with Keith Lee, though. Man, I need to see more of that guy. Big Man Inc. This person here says, I did like there were three angles that were shot on SmackDown that set up matches for the following week. I feel like we don't see that all the time. Hey, listen, I'll do a full review with, with Filthy, but let's let's look at some of this SmackDown, because this was a good show. We had Edge, Ray, and AJ in a three-way in this tournament match here and aside from the last spot which got botched they had a very very good match and at the very end everything's going along great and then ray hits a 619 on edge and he's he's going to come off the top and edge is supposed to spear him edge does not move and ray jumps off the top he lands on edge's back and he falls down holding his belly uh, oh, man. And then AJ <laughs> flew in with that uh, forearm and pinned Edge. Edge totally forgot he was supposed to do a spear. So anyway, it was an excellent match outside of the last spot. And you know the thing about this tournament? And this was actually something that, you know, I first began to hate back with uh, Vince Russo. It was when you had a tournament for anything. It could be, you know, world title, women's title, ta- whatever. And all the early matches in the tournament were just nothing happening whatever, four minutes, this guy wins, bad DQ, whatever. And it's like, how could I possibly care about this prestigious title when the tournament matches are so horrible? And, dude, this tournament, whatever you want to say about all three ways and everything like that, leading to the singles, these have all been good to great matches that they've had in this tournament. So if nothing else, it feels like the last two people in the tournament, who are Edge and Seth, are very deserving of the spot. And whoever wins is going to be a valid B-Show champion. So there's that. I guess. Then we had Lashley, Sheamus, and Theory in a tournament match. And Lashley won this one. And what I liked about the booking in this match is that they they kind of did the steal the pin deal, sort of, but not you know the obvious way they always do it. But uh, Sheamus... So Lashley puts the hurt lock on Theory, okay? Theory's in trouble. Sheamus then rushes in with a brogue kick, Lashley turns, and Theory, who is in the hurt lock, gets brogued in the face, he's dead, and then Lashley throws Sheamus outside, and he covers Theory and he pins him, okay? So, Lashley goes on to the main event, and of course, as we noted, Lashley does not win the main event, but Lashley and Sheamus and Theory both have a valid reason for challenging Theory for his title because Seamus brogued him and would have pinned him, but he got thrown out, and Lashley was the one who did pin him and had him in his finish. So both of them, he can set up uh, title matches for those two. We had the debut of Cameron Grimes. So Baron Corbin comes out. Actually, he didn't even get a ring entrance. And he buries the guy. says, man, what a loser. You were picked last in the draft. And at two minutes, I think he said something like, you'll be on your way back to developmental or something. I don't know what said. Ring the bell, Cameron Grimes... Caves him in, immediately pins him. Match went like one second. <laughs> so Grimes got his big uh, big victory, beating old Corbin there. Then we had the Roman solo Paul and the Usos thing, which this was great. This was great. And everybody was great. And there was no Sami Zayn, by the way. Like Jimmy Uso, you know, he's out there with Jay. And, you know, in, in storyline, you know, Jay's his hothead. And Jimmy's a laid-back one. And so Roman's cutting this promo, and he's angry, and he wants these guys to apologize for not winning. And Jimmy's just like, he's, he's literally laughing. Like, is this guy kidding? What are you talking about? We're going to apologize laughing? Roman's getting more and more angry. And, uh, and finally, Roman is just sick of this guy laughing it off, and he shoves him, and then he slaps him. Now Jimmy's mad and Jimmy's about to go after him, and Jay stops him, and that's when they announce the tag match for the uh, show. And, uh, yeah. Roman gave a
4: long look at that world title on the way out, didn't he? Well, yeah. The so story li- into that a little in, bit.
3: Well, it does, but, you know, there's there's stuff that's stupid because there's a draft. I mean, literally, it was two weeks ago that Paul did a great promo about how Roman wanted the belt, then the very next show, well, he can't have the belt because he's on another brand. And meanwhile, on this show, he wants the belt, but for some reason he can't compete for it on a show where there's a tournament for that belt with SmackDown, guys. God, I hate this. Is it so hard? And then we had uh, Liv and Raquel versus Io and Bailey, It didn't even really feel like a title match. It was just kind of there. Bailey ran into Io on the apron. Liv rolled her up in Pinder, and that was that. Pretty Deadly will be facing the Brawling Brutes next week. That's going to be the match. The Brawling Brutes against Pretty Deadly.
4: Well, I mean, no, I would rather see Sheamus and Butch in there, but, you know, Rich Holland's in there too. That That's fine. You know, three of the four I, I have great confidence in.
3: Then we add the Bianca record-breaking celebration. Before it even starts, out comes Asuka. She wants a handshake, mists Bianca. And, dude, I'm as big a fan as anybody on the planet, other than her husband, of Bianca Belair. But her selling for this mist, like, you know in the history of wrestling, how many people I've seen get burned by fire? She a sold lot. this way worse than if she'd been burned by fire. Well, <laughs> That's like, the way it should be. Look, to be honest with you. No, this- not like this, Mike. Well, She at, was at screaming at, at and first, shaking her hands and first, screaming boy, all the should, way through a break. Well, and then after the saying. break, <laughs> I'm like, you got paint on you.
4: Well, I mean, it's supposed to My be. My three-year-old
3: this- has paint on her all the time. She doesn't do
4: this. It's supposed to be this blinding bile from inside or whatever, however they decide to use it now, but it should actually have some blinding effect on you. It should actually matter a little bit. It's no fun. Not to be taken to that level, but let's
3: let's let's think about this. (laughs) I don't like to do this if this is a real thing, okay? But (laughs) let's say I want to spray mist in your eyes, okay? Yes. So I get some hot sauce. Mm -hmm. Real hot. Muy caliente and I put it in my mouth, and then you, I blow it in your eyes. Now you yes. have chili pepper in your eyes. All right, that's going to suck, okay? But it's going to suck. You know, you kind of get some water in there. It kind of still sucks. Your eyes are watering. You're not going to be screaming for 10 minutes, okay? If I spray anything in your eyes that causes you to scream for 10 straight minutes, it sure shouldn't have been in my mouth. I can tell you that much.
4: Oh, man. I, yes, they took it too far, but, again, if this is supposed to be something that matters, I mean, at least how it was sold at first with Asuka, you know, making fun of her as it was happening, I think, again, that's not the worst idea in the world, All you right, know? who's this
3: S. Jules here? <laughs> this is a classic example of the problems with his internet radio. He goes, so, she should not sell the mist? Did I say... That she should not sell the mist. Did I say that? It's don't. No, I did the not mist. say she should not sell the mist. Okay? You know what happens? If I do a spot and I stomp on Mike's foot, and then Mike shows up the next day and he's not just in a walking boot, he's in a body cast. Okay? and I say, hey, you know what? Maybe that's a little bit overkill. Maybe you don't need to be in a body cast because I stepped on your toe. Should you say, well, what? You don't want him to sell it? No. You should say, maybe you shouldn't sell it to that degree. Maybe that's overselling. Perhaps that's overkill. That's what I'd say. But old Jules here goes, oh, you don't want her to sell the mist? No, I do want her to sell it. I don't want her to oversell it. I hope she shows up
4: in a neck brace for some reason.
3: (laughs) This is what happens, by the way, Donnie. I think that's where Jericho got that line because he screams it all the time, too. You see what happens? Jericho loves that line. (laughs) I have never, I mean, I'll bet you anything. Next time I'm on his podcast, I'm going to ask him about the Big Lebowski. I'll bet you anything he's a huge fan of that movie. I guarantee it. Who's not a big fan of the Great Lebowski? nerds the only answer i can come come up with
4: comb brothers
3: lashley and aj in the smackdown finals you know what also was interesting about this show so in the first match lashley got his head all busted open and again they didn't stop it the ref put the gloves on and everything but this dude's just wrestling with blood all over his face so then he's in the finals so he comes out for the finals and not only is he still bleeding in this match But they actually had AJ working on the cut. Now Lashley's bleeding all over himself. He's bleeding all over. They didn't stop it. They just let it go. So it's an interesting kind of switch up here. You're not allowed to blade. But if you get fortuitous juice, they're cool with that. And they'll let it go. Just do not put pictures of it on your social media. Back in a moment, Observer Live.
1: Tablets, laptops, TVs, and other home tech from accidental damage and wear and tear. All plans come with a 30 day money back guarantee. 800 867 6917. 800 867 6917. 800 867 6917. That's 800 867 6917. President Biden recently released a massive $6 trillion budget, the largest budget in U.S. history. And guess who pays the bill? That's right, you, the American taxpayer. American citizens and business owners will be paying more taxes. That's a fact. And if you owe back taxes, they will be coming after you to collect payments. In fact, President Biden also hired thousands more IRS agents to go after you. If you got a letter from the IRS and you know you owe back taxes or you haven't filed in years, are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with
2: Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back on the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer
3: Live. Like somebody... Do we have time for
4: corrections for, me, for you?
3: Uh, there's a correction for me?
4: Apparently, Hit uh, me you with said, it. Apparently, uh, A. G., you said Edge won the... Uh... The three-way, but A.J. No, won. No, A.J. won the three-way. Well, that's, a, that's why I got a, a DM no. for that, and then no, the other that's one that's
3: incorrect. Is... They misheard A.J. and Edge. Ah, uh,
4: and, and this one here... Uh, Sometimes I call A.J. Age. The, the Great Lebowski, it's the Big Lebowski. Come on, you are better than that's that. That's what I said, the Big Lebowski. If it was the Great Big Lebowski, that would be fine, too, because I have it was the AK great.
3: version, which is the Great Lebowski. Leave me alone.
4: The AK version. Now... Yes.
3: That fella I yelled at, by the way, said I was complaining just to complain. No, I was complaining because you made a ridiculous statement. Now, if you'd like, if you'd like, my friend, I would be happy to personalize a uh, complaint to you via cameo. F4W Online is my cameo. And I, I do it all. Birthdays, <laughs> weddings... Mother's Day, you name it, and uh, they're uh, relatively inexpensive. If you like really inexpensive, Vinny's cameo is a great one. He's on he's he's on sale right now, as we like to call it. <laughs> and uh, that is Vincent Behay. And I hey, listen, I'll say this about Vinny's: I got my uh, money's worth when I had him bury that disgusting fat. Whale Oreo Made me really happy You can check it out on my Twitter At Brian Alvarez So uh, check it out everybody And uh, we're going to wrap it up for today Yeah look at uh, Kim AJ here I got a cameo, it really was awesome I highly recommend, that's right that's right. Fuego Del Sol, I got a cameo too Uh huh, yep it's worth, it's worth your weight in gold My friends I'll see you in an hour, this is your life Filthy Tom, video.f4wonline.com Talk to you next time, Wrestling Observer Live.